Today's episode is sponsored by the Bob School of Art. Learn how to draw some of your favorite characters like Woody Woodpecker or Buzz Buzzer. Use promo code Richie for 20% off your first two classes. Also, don't forget, Richard Valenzuela and his flying guitar will be playing this Saturday, January 18th at the American Legion Hall, accepting donations of $1.25 for entry. This is a semi-formal event. Now let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to 1987 because today we're traveling back in time to revisit La Bamba. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. That's more right on, Richie, but that little darling line, I like that better, all right? Well, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go, little sweetheart. That was good. That was good. Same energy, just try it again. Come on, let's go and do it again, again and again and again, and then again and again and again. Come on, let's go and do it again. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Santos, and as always, I'm joined by... Very buenas, como están todos? Bienvenidos al show. And both Carlos and Cesar Medrano from the Brothers Bear Podcast have joined us in our DeLorean to revisit La Bamba. This time I'm not dying. Hey, hey, screw over, dude. You're in my seat. The DeLorean. <laughs> That's right. I know. Estamos en algo este. So let's just get into it, man. I know uh, it's been a while, so some of you fans are like, Man, like, where's 88? We haven't heard him from a while. So No, these guys bailed. Se los fueron estos. Yeah, but now we're on the vacation. Yeah, we're well, we're back, man. Mr. Freddy's returned from his tours days yes. to sit down and record. You know, and I didn't even let Carlos or Caesar say hi. <laughs> I know. Oh, well, yeah. I'm here to talk about La, La Bamba. La Bamba. La Bamba. Yes. Great film. Great film. Great <laughs> rock and roll. No, that's what I honestly I call it. La Bamba. Because it, the mo- it's not just a, a biopic on Richie; it's a biopic on Bob. Yeah, Bob. the whole movie is all about really Bob. El tío Bob who fucks shit up. <laughs> like every, whole, every, I, everyone in the family in our Mexican has a tío like that. Everyone yeah. has one, dude, bro. I'm serious. I have like, one. Like I know there's a lot of love for that that biopic, but at the same time, it's not a great biopic only because it strays away so mm-hmm. much. From Richie to focus about Bob. So yeah. Well, well, look, guys, look. It's the same thing what they did with the Doors. It was an Oliver Stone. It wasn't really Jim Morrison. That was Jim Morrison. So this film is like just kind of it's Hollywood, bro. It's not really, you know. See what to me about this film got. I got introduced to Richie Valens as a music. I like rock and roll. I grew yeah. up with rock and roll. So to me, knowing that this guy was with Buddy Holly traveling. And then there were the ones who died in that horrible car, cr- I mean, a horrible plane crash. I mean, it created interest for me, and I became a Richie Valens fan. And to this day, I'm still a Richie Valens fan, being that he's a Chicano, you know, you know, from, you know, he had Mexican, you know, uh, uh, parents. Um, and, Did you Pacoima. run up a hill with the guitar with your brother? Exactly. <laughs> Like the way he, hey, and that, and that Sambo este, what's his name? It's like the way he was like, I don't know, that was a funny scene. But yeah, I've done that before with him up in the hill. Come on, brother, let's go. Bring the guitar. Orale. <laughs> with, 
Isai Morales. <laughs> Isai Morales, hey, yeah. Freddie Morales. Isai hey, Morales. Is there a connection there? Orale. She's my cousin. He's my cousin. <laughs> so, yeah, it's man. Mi primo. Right, it's my primo. It's a continuation of uh, we were trying to do 1987 films. <laughs> so, I think we only did one, right? 187 film. Yes, 187 film. And I was 17 back in the day when this came out. 17, Mr. Set. Let me guess. I don't know you if I ever told the... you this, Santos, but you know how like I used to help out dad set up his day, uh, DJ equipment and I yeah. would sit, sit there for like five hours doing nothing? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was technically my first job ever was just set up my dad's equipment, you know? But one of the places that he DJed at for a quinceanera or a wedding was at one of the halls that they used for the movie. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. What hall was that? I don't remember. It's it's probably it's probably <laughs> the El one hall that, of It's probably the one in the concert where he has with his mom. The one. Yeah, that of course, the mom, it's got to be that one. It's that. It's it's probably that one right there. That hall. And yeah. They probably perform there. So yeah, this movie was released in nineteen in July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, this is one of those movies I do remember seeing in the theaters, um, with my family, and it's just one of those that was always playing here at the house like yeah. it would always get rented growing up it this one grease stand by me like there were certain movies that were also they're always being rented and played and la bamba was one of them you know um yeah that's that's um, one that i would have in the background of my house too you know or just yeah you know, the vhs or the dvd el dvd <laughs> my grandma hey, mijo, ¿qué? Dame el DVD, mamá. No más ese DVD. No, no hay otro D. No, yo quiero el DVD, DVD. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing about the the movie, bro. It's like I I. It's like when you watch this movie, you're like, oh, look at Lou Diamond Phillips. He's like, I picked growing up for years. I'm like, that's Richie Valens. You know, before the internet, I couldn't look him up. I didn't know what he looked like. Uh, and dude, then when you finally see what Richie Valens looks dude, like, like, nothing like River, <laughs> nothing like. I was I mean, shocked by it too. Yeah. So I was like, what happened? It's like and he's chubby. Yeah. But, but he's a good looking dude. He actually, you know what? He kind of looks like related. We have that, that feature in, in that family, my family. Like, he kind of looks like when a, he can be part of my family. Like, his profile. <laughs> like, hey, it's tu primo. Si, es mi tío, Richie Valens. Ese es mi tío. <laughs> no, seriously. He was, a, he was a good looking dude, man. I mean, back in the day, he was a little chubby, you know, chubby dude. But, you know, I mean, you know, and then you had Buddy Holly. So, I mean, he was a good looking dude. But yeah. it was Valenzuela. But yeah. they didn't want to go with the, the oh, of course, Venezuela, you know, course. back in the day. So you had to go with, you know, and I used to think it was Valence, like where there is a C in it. Oh. But just watching it to, to do the revisit is when I finally paid attention with the subtitles and it's Valence. I'm like, yeah, oh, con el S. there's no C in it. I was like, oh, con el S. Valence. I was like, it, it took me forever. <laughs> I never got that. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> See, you still discover things about this film, but. Yeah, this film is pretty cool because it opened the whole, you know, like, how did La Bamba come to life? And, um, I mean, that song is not a rock. And, and what type of brother he had. <laughs> yeah, and, and what type of brother that, Did you we know, need it? No, but they talk about need it. Talk about it, a train wreck. I mean, look, if you didn't have Bob in that film, the, the movie would be boring. Yeah, well, you know? they had to, right? Because they're like, let's make a st life story. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, what do we have? Well, you know, he dated a girl whose dad was racist, and 
he died in a plane crash. Okay, what else we got? Pues nada. What about the family? Oh, his brother's a drunk. Okay, oh, perfect. Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he, he's also very abusive to his girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, what yeah. else you got? What else you got? Le gusta la droga, la marihuana. Otra vez. He drives a motorcycle too. Yeah, I mean, and he's got and he's got tattooed. Órale, cabrón. Está bien, está, está bien, marihuana. We're set. Aquí está la bamba con Bob. Does he work? The screenwriter. He's a the screenwriter is just sitting there like, uh, what about Richie? It's like, no, 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 forget about Richie. Right. Let's put more. Let's write more about Bob. Why don't you just call the movie Bob? And you know, you <laughs> well, know, what, right? Mark. La Baba. There you go, dude. La Baba. See, I told you. La Baba. <laughs> what's weird? No, what's weird about this, though? Okay. The family was very much involved with this movie. So the family wow. was okay. Even Bob was okay with them portraying this side of the, the i was like god damn they were cool they were fine with it and they they like allowed richie into their home like so it's weird that they like if you know say we're gonna do a life story you know carlos's stand-up career then you know I'm, I'm the alcoholic older brother or whatever i don't know hey bro hey bro hey, i'm bro, not gonna let, want that in the movie hey, nah, just so, hey, Carlos's movie. <laughs> hey we're latinos dude when there's money involved fuck it oh, open book for everybody fuck oh, it. Yeah. Hey, i'm gonna tell your canzones fuck it how much 100 grand orale you can tell me here's, here's some other canzones Sorry, you didn't know about. <laughs> oh shit! Right, he's sell. like, it's, like, it's a paycheck. <laughs> They'll sell your ass, dude. Friend, money. You're like, hey, oh my god, dude. That one. You know what? By the way, that happened once in. Uh, well, I wouldn't say who, but in the family I know of, because I saw someone on TV, and I'm like, damn, they sold out the family, and they were just talking shit about the family. What was that? Uh, yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> I got scared. I know, I got scared too and shit. <laughs> el poacher guy. El, el Bob Exorcist. Oh, yeah, el cucuy. Hey, he died. The real Bob died recently just, too. Yeah, he just died recently, right? Yeah, like maybe, a, yeah, a few months ago or maybe last year. During okay, maybe we shouldn't talk about him anymore. It within, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is that when... You didn't when do that? He, what? No? You didn't do that? You didn't do that sound. No, you, I didn't do that. Yeah, uh, I don't know where that came from. You didn't huh? do it? No? Hey, hey, I, oh, hey, hey, it's the ghost well, of La Bamba. I mean, well, that's why we, 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 what? I, don't I don't think we're supposed to say Bob's name oh, okay. like three times in a row. Bob, he's gonna show up. And, dude, and by the way, know, in a Harley, and, and also in the one, in the one who pay, who played the wife passed away too. Oh what, yeah, what yeah. Well, she was like in twenty. 14? No, no, twenty like thirteen because we we did like a tribute to her on Brothers Bear back in the day at Rant Radio because we were like pointing out all the roles she was in and one was like she was a part of the Incredibles. So I know she died in the early like 2010s okay. time frame. Dude, but she- Bob recently died, but everybody thought it was Isai Morales because yeah, no, we was- we when we see Bob, we don't see the real Bob. We see right. Isai. We right. know him as Bob. You know, right, so right. when they announced that Bob died the real but everyone was like oh poor isai i love them in the, i have in this, i i have isai colors <laughs> i have isai as a facebook uh, friend which is funny he's on there unless it's the fake one but you know really have you ever but, talked to him no i'm not one to go and you know and then she's more so he, 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 hey i sent me a message i know no. i know what you mean because like you know what i I, I DM me. To celebrities like i recently i just delivered to one celebrity mira, 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 like, delivering <laughs> to celebrities eh? but like i i never i want to say certain things about like, like their what? career 
Right. You know, I don't want to say because they'll give it away. I'll say it after the show. But like, I don't I don't I just I don't want to risk them. Like, what if they get mad? They're like, hey, I only want the interaction of the order. I don't want you, you know, like talking to me, you know, because sometimes there are celebrities like that. Like, hey, don't look at me in the eye. Like, you know, type of thing. Right. You know, I, I mean, don't I, think this person would have been this way. He would have probably been cool, you know, but you know what? Fucking, That's so fucking stupid. Dude. I'm like, dude, delivery. Hey, don't look at me in the eyes. Just look don't, at my I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I don't want to risk it. What if I get that? You know, oh, what? next thing I get a call from the boss and he's like, dude. hey, did you say hi? Yeah. Of course, you're fired. <laughs> I know, dude. I totally get it's Hollywood, bro. It's the Hollywood little thing. Don't look in the eyes because you will lose business. I totally get it, you know. But dude, it's yeah. been the hardest, dude. So that's so bullshit. Did you look at his eyes? No, I was looking at his shoes. Don't don't even tell me what shoes he was wearing or she was wearing. <laughs> right. But she had some fucked up nails. There's some fucked up nails. She needs to go get that fixed. Yeah. She's a millionaire. She has fucked up nails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gina. <laughs> I gotta. Well, <laughs> Well, let's let, let's let's get into the the film because I don't want to lose Mr. Carlos over here because he's yes. actually gonna bail on us at one point. Right. So, um, oh, I thought we were already talking about the movie. I'm oh, I here. guess we are. We are. Yeah, you know? we're already. So, well, hey, he wasn't that much of a good kid because I never caught something because in the in in you know the movie starts with the plane crash. You know, you see the thing, and I always used to be believe Sleepwalk was a Richie Valens song. It's not, but that's when he has his nightmare, and when he's getting ready, the mom says, "Hey, you know, you better not skip school again." I was like, oh, man. you know, I never caught that. I was like, oh, look, he wasn't a good kid. He would skip school. How many times did he skip school? So it goes to show he's not he's not really a good kid all the way because I, I never caught. I don't know why. Out of all the effing years, I never caught that. You know, he was a bad kid. And then also, too, there is something in the film right when he gets to school. It, it just bothered me. It has nothing to do with the movie. It has nothing to do with the storyline, the plot. Nada. But I hate this. They do this stupid trope in films. When when they're in class, when he first sees Donna and he's like looking at like, oh, you know, look at she looks pretty. The, the class ends. Right. And he's going to go talk to her. Everybody walks out. You see this nerd carrying a stack of books. Why does he need those many books? And then you see the greaser guys like fucking Travolta and the T-Birds and they knock it over. And then he, they're like, ah, they laugh at him. And it's just in the background. But like. Who in real life does that ever happen? Because they do that shit in in the movies all the time. It's like a random trope where the nerd always has to carry like fifteen books, and the bullies, the greasers, the jocks knock them over, and then he's picking them all up. Like, I I don't understand that. Like, what, what, does that doesn't happen in real life? Like, I mean, they technically exactly. did that in uh, Back to the Future as well. Exactly, and they did it to George. Right, it's American cinema, bro. They, there's gonna be a dirt. A, 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 uh, there's gonna be a nerd being always, you know, being bullied by these guys. Always in a film, dude. Every generation has those. You know, yeah. You see it. So yeah, you know. Yeah, and I hate his cheap ass name, High Tone. Hey, they call me High Tone. <laughs> high Tone. <laughs> did hey, you have a nickname in school? <laughs> did I have it? No, no, no. I didn't have a nickname. What no. about Carl? No, I did. I had Sanch. People. What Sanch. The fuck? Oh, my God. Oh. oh, I was like, Bob's back. Yeah, no, Bob's back's a dog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what you call it? Um, at any point, you guys want to jump in because I'm just going down the line of the film because it's pretty much his life is all about the guitar, the music. Because he well, walks around everywhere with his see, guitar. That, that, that's the thing about the movie. Like I said, I, I, mean, I don't remember it as, as like when when I watched it. 
I remember it being like the way it is, like because everything sticks out to me as Bob. Yeah, like I, it, it, all the Bob well, scenes are the most iconic, but obviously they're the like, memorable ones. Yeah, yeah, they're the most memorable, like from his first time when he shows up to the the show and he's like, "Rich, that's my brother," and he's like pushing everybody, and then he gets in a fight, you know. And oh, yeah, that scene. Yeah, that's yeah. I totally like, get those scene. Those are like yeah. Those are the scenes that that pop up. But also, you get to see like Richie was so in, 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 like for me. I was like, maybe I can relate to Richie because yeah, Bob was a bad influencer. He's like, let's go to your first. Uh, let's go to Tijuana and mess around with the women out there, and you know all that stuff. You know, he's like <laughs> that guy. You know, and I, I had I had a friend, and my brother was like that, but I had a friend who was like that too. That bad influencer. Hey, smoke some weed, Freddie. It's like crazy, bro. Hey, let's go, Las Viejas. Let's go, the DJ, dude. Let's go. It's like, dude, kick back. <laughs> My dad's gonna kick my ass. No, so that was interesting to see that. I mean, that he his brother was like, yeah. But for, you know, as much as like whatever you, however you see this biopic, the one thing that I do love about it and how true it is is the plane scene, because for for rock and roll history, you know, for anybody who who knows that, like that whole flipping the coin thing really did happen yeah, yeah and, no, and, and it and it's like one of the biggest what if moments in rock and roll history where had he lost that coin toss how much further would his career gone yeah and you there know you for the other it would it would have been the end and i think that's what that's what i hold on about this film because richie was i mean it look it's a hollywood film and all that but like you said you pinpointed it did open to the curiosity of like, wow, what if, what if that didn't happen? And, and I've, you know, I've looked at the pictures and I go back and I see the actual pictures of the plane crash and, you know, oh man. And, and, you know, not also not just, but it was Buddy Holly and the big, uh, the bopper, big bopper too, who, who also lost his life and, and the, and the, and pilot. the pilot. So, you know, it's like, wow, what if, and me, you know, I think as musicians and the ones who travel, that's our biggest fear, something like that happening, making those decisions, like the flip of a coin. I've been in a situation or if I'm in a situation where like that, I just, that's when you like, that's when you call it, bro. And whatever yeah. that coin is, is going to be the coin you decide. And that's, I think, what's um, shocking for me about like the film, like it really because I saw this at a young age, but as I got older, I still kind of revisit the film because I can watch this today over again. Yeah. And that would create curiosity because now we have the web, you know, now we have the internet. I can dig, dig deeper. And I actually yeah. have, I actually have, I've, I've dug deeper in the investigation of how they died. And, uh, and I mean, of course we know, but what caused it, what happened to the plane, stuff like that, that, because I didn't really want that. And I think any of us didn't want that to happen to any musician, especially them. And see, what's crazy is that most like based on a true story, that's what it is. It's like, here's the true story. And we're going to make a movie based on that story. But it doesn't mean it's going to be 100 mm -hmm. percent accurate. You know, right. like, for instance, like, like I tend to use this as an example for like cool runnings in that movie. They go to the Olympics, you know, in Lake Placid. And they're they're like treated badly. Everybody looks at them differently. But in reality, they they were welcome with open arms. Like there is none of that. But you need to have that in the film. Like you need to have something that like uh, affects yeah. a, a problem. Yeah. With this film, like that plane crash that happened in the beginning of the movie, 
it was it's true that shit really happened and he wasn't there like he actually was at his grandfather's funeral so that shit literally went down and then the plane like the whole thing like you were thinking like oh really like carlos said the flip of the coin it's like yeah the the, the sh that tour was a shit show like the bus was constantly breaking down like no heater like it was garbage and that's why they just he got fed up buddy holly it's like fuck this i'm gonna get a plane but the weather was so bad like shortly after takeoff what happened with Aaliyah and um i think who's was it that no not Aaliyah. um who's yeah, the yeah 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 Aaliyah. was it Aaliyah? Yeah, no, it, Aaliyah, but there's Aaliyah. A, Me a Mexican artist who died like that too. Yeah, yeah, after. because they had too many too much weight on the. Oh, Je Jenny Rivera. Jenny Rivera. There you go. Jenny Rivera and Aaliyah was. Uh, they're saying that was like too much weight. I guess with this, it was just uh, well. well they're I think they're both different. I mean, the, I think for the just to kind of the Aaliyah was a weight issue. The the Jenny was something different because it was a jet. I mean, there wasn't a lot of cargo in those jets, and and the, the pilot was old, bro. And then the the, the co-pilot was just a young dude. So they, I think it was pilot. Well, the point is, is they all died yeah. shortly after taking. Yeah, exactly. You know, artists. Exactly. But here you had three guys, three huge artists at the time. So that's why they, they do. They they did it like the day the music died. So if you go into these films like that's legit. That shit really yeah. did happen. You know, well, um, look at look at the case. Like same thing with Kobe. Same thing. Bad weather. <laughs> we didn't expect that. That's what I'm saying. It's like when it comes to flights, yeah, we lose. We've lost a lot of, um, you know, non-celebrities and and people and and celebrities, yeah, in situations like that. But the tragic thing is that Richie's gone, and he gave us, you know, La Bamba, some, La Bamba, <laughs> no, and Donna, and and Donna. And by the way, you know what? I just when I was going to Nobel Junior High, my principal was Donna. That was her. Oh well. Yes. Oh, I really? Yes. And I investigated, unless it was bad for me, but that principal to the school that I was going to in the Valley, Nobel Junior High, her name, and I say, is that Donna? The rich? Yeah, that's Donna. That's her. I was like, oh, wow. Cause At she, any point, you could have just been like, oh, Donna. Oh, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I would have said, oh, Donna, just graduate me. Just graduate me. <laughs> you know, hey, bro, like, you know, when uh, Richie first shows up to the audition, because that, that's his goal. He want, he knows he wants to do music. It's not about being a star, like, meaning, like, oh, I want to be rich and famous. No, like, exactly. His goal was, I mean, technically, but he wanted to have a better life for his mother. It was always about his family. But he goes in auditions, and I love how like the the lead singer to that band was like, "Who's this guy? Oh Get yeah, out of here. yeah, dude! You're fucking oh. bad. Like, what is this dirty amp? Like, that's all. That's like, and then he dude, like starts that rocking. Guy, <laughs> that guy. There's always a guy like that for sure, dude. Did this. you ever have a recording session like that in the movie? Yeah, in the early days, we go in there and you audition, and you had all these dude. Every you wait, which one though? Are you talking about when you had to keep saying "well"? Like, yeah, it's like "well, well." Did you have to keep recording over? Well, and over? well, yeah. I hated it, bro. Do it again, Freddie. You didn't come out. What? <laughs> well, 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 well. Oh, dude, that's why I hated recording my first album. I hated it because it was forced. Like it wasn't natural. I, but it got released. Yeah, I hated it, bro. I just hated it. But you know, you had when you have money involved, like people, managers, the label, and this and that. Everybody's putting their set. Hey, Freddie, hurry up, sing, sing the song. Well, 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 well. <laughs> 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 What's the name? Uh, of the song? 
Well, <laughs> now here's the thing. He got, he got, he he's a part of the silhouettes. He goes home and he tells his mom. Now, was there, were they ever agreed that he was going to sing or was that his assumption? Because his mom shows up to the party. She's parked outside. The brother's parked out there to the party and, and, and Richie never gets to play live. Right. Like, but was there ever an agreement? Cause he was never the lead singer. He was just coming on to rock. He's like, Hey, I could sing. I could play the guitar. They brought him on board, but they, is there a scene that tells him like, okay, you're going to sing some songs that Saturday. Or was he, did he just assume, Hey, I'm going to be able to sing because it's like, that's Richie's dumbass fault. Why, why would he get mad? Like, did he, because that, that always never, bothered me. Never assume. Assuming gets you in trouble, bro. So if Richie thought he assumed, then he gets what he deserves. Because, hey, hey, listen, when when you invite a, an artist, like, hey, you're going to play, what are you going to do? You're gonna, just going to play the fucking leads here and you're going to do that and that and that. Okay, and I'm, I'm singing, okay? All right, you can do backup. Okay, you can do backup. All right, it's settled. Yeah. No, I don't know if Richard, Richie yeah, did that Richie with this guy. The, yeah, Richie, like, automatically, you know? Mom, I'm going to play a song. And, yeah, I'm going like, to sing a song. And these guys that, don't even know you, dude. Come on. <laughs> and that, that all, every, anytime I see that scene, it always reminds me of when I worked at Taco Bell and they, we got it. I got invited to like a, a party with the co workers, right? So, and I, I, at that moment, I didn't really drive. So, my mom, because this was right before I started driving. So, my, I was still in high school. So, my mom took me to the party with all the co-workers and there was older ones there you know and, and a few my age yeah, and i then, was there with you oh yeah and they, they my mom stayed like to i was just sitting on like i was sitting on the couch just like <laughs> and it just, why like, am i here <laughs> and it felt weird because i i didn't i was just like okay whatever my mom's here and she she just felt that she could stay because she knew them because they would go make their deposits at the bank down the street but it's just kind of like like what if they wanted to have a good time and they had to all hold back because here's this lady here this mom who's like basically watching and anytime i see that scene where the mom is sitting there at his his like party thing i was like that always reminds me of my mom showing up and staying there and what's funny that i forgot carlos was there yeah i was there those are moms man those are great moms my mom <laughs> She been my, she was a great actress, by the way, who played the mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Very so devoted mom. to her son, man. <laughs> Not yeah, my Richie. <laughs> Not my Richie. Oh, dude, I cried. And then you hear once you hear. Any quinceañera or wedding, and yeah. that song played. Oh, dude, I'm like, I I leave that. Freddie, what's wrong? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> take that song off take it off but it's all quiet like everyone just stays quiet like right? Shawshank like everyone's and then that like, and then everyone Richie you know what and then here bang 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 yeah. party time again <laughs> and it's it, i've noticed it's always that song right after or you hear one two three four four one uh, two three yeah and the mom her, his mom was a hustler because she gets oh. them that gig yeah. well first she gets them the gig at the bar the 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 like but, the honky-tonk bar yeah, your dude, your mom's gonna be always your number one promoter, bro. Yeah, my mom. See, my mom would go on promote. I va a trabajar. Mijo va a cantar. Here's a flyer. 
Pero soy padre, señora, soy padre. Venga, padre, venga para el, para el tecnorazo, venga. Freddy Morales en his flying guitar. No, en his flying, flying keyboards. En his flying keyboards. Mi hijo va, va a tocar la, 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 el teclado, se llama el tecnorazo. And that, that, there's that, see, there's that lead singer part again, that asshole where like, he's like, hey, man, my mom got us this building, this gate. Because at first they're like, yeah, right, right. man, you're dreaming. Battle of the company. Like, oh, my mom got it. And he's like, oh, when did your mom? He's like, I know what's good for the silhouettes. It's like, take the opportunity. What a dick. Like, why oh, do you get all mad and quit the fucking band? Like, what a dumbass. In which, you know. No, but that happens, bro. I've lived that. There's guys like that. They, that guy makes me. I was like, wow, that guy. There's always the perfect like just. And then, but see, that's where she's on the in the ice cream truck. You're yeah. going me, me, hijo of Richie Valence and the flying guitars, in which all these kids are chasing them, and it says it's an ice cream truck. Like, yeah. how do they know these kids are like, hey, I want ice cream. Why do you stop? I know. He's like, who's Richie Valens? I don't care. Give me a double. <laughs> I want a chocolate. Hey guys. What? As as much as I would like to continue this conversation with you guys, I have an emergency right now. So ah, ya se va, ya ya se va. no, no, Xavier just threw up. I gotta go get a uh, oh. set. Yes, this time my son is sick, not me. Oh <laughs> this God. is where we're gonna play the song. I was I was actually gonna stay for the whole episode, but now something else came up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right. Well, we'll 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 end it with that. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, that for Carlos, this is his goodbye. We're gonna lose him. For, yeah. So, for uh, please day. keep keep supporting the of this uh, uh this episode, this show, and then follow Brothers Bear to uh you can find all my social meds through Brothers Bear or Medro Comedy or well, Medro Underscore Comedy, and you can yeah. see all my uh possible not possible but my future dates coming up. All right, so so she gets the gig. Hey, <laughs> you know what I love? So when Bob shows up to the gig all drunk, I know we were talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. I love how how the saxophone player, he doesn't stop. He's like, fuck this. This is my solo. I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> of course. He's and like, he keeps looking. He's like watching. He's like, fuck it. I'm still going. <laughs> exactly. He wants to get paid, dude. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't. For every no you don't pay, you get knocked on your pay, dude. I'm, I'm how- gonna I'm gonna do that one day, bro. When you're performing, I'm gonna show up all drunk and be like, <laughs> Freddy, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's gonna be like, "Fuck, Santos is here again." <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's funny. I I have seen people get really drunk up on when you see yeah. people on stage like that having. I mean, on in the crowd, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like this movie to me. I mean, like I said, it, I liked it because it was Richie Valens. Not only that, it was rock and roll back in that day, what it was. And not only that, just kind of discovering the music of rock and roll. And and it fascinated me. I'm like, wow, it's, I, I love this. It's, it's rock and roll biz. You know, yeah. like the whole, and that's what I'm saying. Like he he didn't get into the music because of the money. He wanted to find out how to make it's like me i wanted to yeah i love music i didn't know how to make money then i and i learned you learn and he learned you know you got a manager that luckily was there for him during that time and was very fair because you know managers are shady bro you tell me i mean they're all just i'm not saying all of them but you know they all want their peace and you have to be you know careful with with these guys and 
you know, from what I read, you know, the manager took care of, look, he bought the mom the house and all that. And that's something that. Well, shit. Like, I, I like when, like, he first he's going to go record because what's his name? Like, he shows up at the at that venue. Like, he, he, he hap- I guess he saw the flyer and he shows up. And like he goes and and he's like gonna go get a drink. In which I like that part because there's this guy, this one Latino. He's re- he's next in line and he literally cuts him off. And the guy's like, "Hey, what the fuck?" Dude? Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, hey, you're third next, man. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so he's watching everything. So he goes to the house and they do the whole thing. Like, oh, I, you know, yeah, man, I don't speak Spanish or whatever. Yeah. And when he gets ready to record, he 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 tells him, "I only need you." And he's like, what about my, my, my band? He's like, yeah, I don't need them. You know, it's just you. He's like, oh, well, fuck this. So he starts leaving and then he stops him and he says like, hey, like, it's like, here's your shot, man. Like, no, uh, people don't even get this opportunity and you have it. Yeah. So it's, it's like, true. is it's it going to be your friends or your music? Right. And his response was my family. Right. So he knows it's like, here's this opportunity. It's like, okay. I, I'm I'm bailing on my friends, but I'm not bailing on them to do this music. I'm bailing on them because I'm focused more on my family. Because he's always said that, Mom, one day I'm gonna get you this house, in which he does. Right. And like Bob was always like help, you know, helpful for him. You know, it's um, fucking yeah, like he helps him. And it's just cool, like you get to see like some comedy with Bob. When I was a kid, I thought Bob was hilarious. I didn't understand. Oh yeah, he you know what Bob. No, but the thing is that like Bob reminds me of an uncle of mine or several uncles yeah. that were like that. Very out there, drunk, just sloppy. Oh, here comes Bob, you know, or what's up? Woo-hoo! You know, everyone has that uncle. It's like dude. like the Christmas party. Like it's funny because like everybody knows he's bad because at the Christmas party, he's being all dumb. And then people are like, come on, Bob, stop, stop. And he's like, like all drunk. But then he starts like doing like the Dracula thing. And as a kid, I didn't even catch that. Oh, he's being an asshole. I just like, oh, look at him. He's funny. Look at I like that guy. Like, you know, it's not until an adult. You realize he's a bad guy. Well, if you're around obnoxious drunk people that's how they act yeah they act like that bro they're funny drunk people are funny they're hilarious you know until they like oh god you know when bob was at bob was at that uh, you know alcoholic because that's what he was yeah you know, he was always drunk he could never leave the bottle and um you know you know it was the good and bad i mean you know richard was trying to reach to see the light to make everything positive for his family be success successful i think bob was always jealous that and it happens in families bro you know bob was jealous that everybody was paying attention to richie that's why in that party bro he's like ah richie it's all about fucking you know and he goes crazy and blah 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 and it's very it's sad because it it split that relationship you know the thing though about that scene because you're talking about the later party after he gets yeah. back from being on tour, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Which Donna is there. Like, right. so I'm wondering if now that Donna, like Richie has money, the dad is allowing her to see fucking uh, Richie or, or who knows? Because I was shocked to see Donna at the party because for the first half of the film, fucking the dad won't let her let her daughter see Richie because he's he's like, oh, is he Italian? Because, you know, he's fucking he's right. a racist bastard. Exactly. But once he gets money, 
you see Donna around all the time. So I'm wondering if it just became one of those situations where it's like, oh, well, now now that he has money, I'll allow, I'll allow my daughters him. Who gives? I don't know. It's fucking. It's always like fucking, that, bro. They want to be success. They don't want them. They want people to be with the loser. So, yeah. you know, I'm so, like, okay, this guy's not a loser. All right, go ahead. That's yeah, go reason. ahead. You know, so she's there at the party. There's a green light. But that's where he finds out that he's sober. He's been sober for a month. And then he asked him, hey, did you get mom the dress? And he's like, no. He's like, why don't you Why don't you get it? You're the one with the fucking money and blah, blah, blah. And then at one point, he disappears. And here's where, like, like, it's played out a certain way. But I honestly feel Richie is the dick right here. Because Bob is being sober. And he took a drink out of a beer. But he's like, I took a sip. And it fucking tastes like shit. Like, you want the rest? Sure. And he's been on the wagon. So he's trying to better his life. He's trying to sober. In which, in reality, he's actually trying to get a career as an artist instead of being a trash man, right? And he gets shit for it. So it's like, it always just comes off bad, more so because of the alcohol. But here's this moment where he starts telling Richie that their father pointed out to him and told him that, yeah, you're not my son. And that from that point forward... He always treated Richie better than him. So he's opening up to Richie, basically telling him why he has these issues, why he's he right. would drink, why, right. you know, not having that father figure or a father figure being yeah. around, but he didn't treat him all this stuff. And then fucking Richie right away is like, like shuts him down and tells him like he just gives him shit. No, that was, yeah, I, I totally get what scene. That's a very dramatic scene to where, yes, Bob, it is opening up to Richie. And yeah, Richie, well, then, yeah, Richie's like, well, then, you know, you're always blah, blah, blah. It went the other way instead of being there for Bob. Yeah. You know? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, well, it's because now Richie's successful. And now, and see, the role, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a dangerous role because now Richie's becoming successful. Excuse me, successful. And, Bob is still trying to, you know, he's like riding on Richie's coattails, you know, and he doesn't because he's trying to break away and trying to do better himself. But obviously, you know, the breadwinner here is Richie. And yeah, it's not where it's it's a difficult situation. And yeah, I mean, it it sucks. And that's why Bob is the way he is, because he's like, oh, fuck this, you know, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, you majority know. of the time he is an asshole. Like he's really bad to Rosie, you know. That, that's um, one thing too that that was like that's hard. That you know, poor Rosie going through all this shit. You know, while she's praying that, and you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like I mean, there's relationships like that, and 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 in and, and this case, this is the case with the the Valens. Yeah, well, though she did fuck up because in the beginning of the movie, <clears throat> Richie points out basically that they're together. Cause he has his arm around her and Bob shows up and he's like, Hey, you know, what's up? You know, here, here, this is Rosie. And then, and then they hook up and then rich, Richie gets pissed off. Like what the fuck? He's like, Oh, what? Oh, Oh, I, I didn't know, bro. Like, I didn't know you guys were a thing. And he's like, yeah, you never, that's always you. And he gets all mad and he gets all mad at Rosie. So like Rosie chose the wrong fucking brother. Like she made no, no. a fucking mistake. Yeah, she did. She did. You too. know, and it just sucks that she took off thinking one thing. <laughs> You know, and and she ends up living a life of hell. And every now and again, Richie does try to step up. But because it's the brother and the mom, the mom always tells him, like, nah, just fucking drop it. Like, leave it alone. Don't 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 get involved and whatnot, you know. So but, you know, it's funny. I mean, I mean, not funny, but I saw like growing up, I would see people like Rosie. 
going yeah. into situations like that. I would know of a friend who's had a, a, a sister or and who is like, and, and then a Bob too. I'd be like, damn, this is, this is wow. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks that people are going through the situation, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's the movies, what, like an, uh, an hour and 15, an hour and 20? Uh, no, no, it's an it's all it's an hour and forty eight minutes. Forty eight minutes, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it goes so fast. It just goes so fast. You know, it's just a. But you know, I mean, it's an, even to this day, it's still an enjoyable film. You know, uh, I can I can say I can watch this over and over again. It's a film that I like. It's it's kind of like one of those collectors that you have in in the back of your your mind uh, as a film that. I watched growing up. I had some film that I grew up watching with my father. So I love it because I yeah. grew up and I can relate. And, ah, you want to be a rock and roll uh, star and, uh, you know, don't do this. You know, I'm going to be like that. Dad. I'm going to be like Bob, you know, you know, or, you know, just things like that. So these are the films that, you know, I grew up with, with my family. So they're so, they're dear to me. Like I said, it's one of those that I saw, I saw in the fucking theaters. Like it's, you know, it's, it's and the soundtrack is amazing, you guys. I have the vinyl to this day, the original. Oh, you vinyl. do? Yes. And the soundtrack is awesome. And see, it introduced me to that type of music too, the 50s, the stuff that was in what was what was happening in the in that era. So I love the soundtrack. Uh I have the vinyl. Um and it's a, you know, it's 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 the uh cover of the uh the film. And then uh, not only that, the guys who did La Bamba is Los Lobos, who are still together today, and they play that yeah. song. And actually, Los Lobos were the ones who actually did the whole entire al album and, and brought in other artists. So it's a very well-produced album, if you like rock and roll, that style. Yeah. I love it. I can listen to it, that album, cleaning the house or driving down, especially now in summer. It's a fun album. Break it out. Uh, Spotify, break it out. It's fun. It's it's a good memory of uh, of that of that film. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big soundtrack fan, so that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, before because I mean I feel we said a lot about the film. I mean it, it you know like the there like I said there's a previous episode of La Bamba and the stuff we have, but I just want to know uh, when he went to Mexico. And he woke up the next day with the shaman. He he was like hung over. Like, what the fuck? Where did, how did I get here? I got a tattoo. Did he get laid that night? Did he happen to get laid? Do you think he actually got laid after all? He got so fucked up that he actually got laid or no? Well, being that Bob the way he is, I'm pretty sure he got Richie laid. <laughs> yeah, he was he, so Bob out of it. He was, was so, so drunk. I mean, he got yeah. a fucking tattoo of this yeah. flying guitar. So, yeah, so if he got a flying guitar, he also got a flying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I do love when when they're doing the posters, and Bob is like, "Man, these look like shit." And he's like, "Well, let's see. You could do them." And then he's uh, like, "Painting." He's like, "Man, I should have kept my mouth shut." <laughs> exactly. Like, out on you're now the marketing poster guy. <laughs> And then when when they go to the 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 movie studio lot, uh, I love that scene. He's like, "Hey man, they make cartoons out of these. It's kitty stuff. It's kitty stuff. Basura." He's like, it's "Woody Woodpecker, Buzz Buzzer. It's basura. Vámonos, tenemos un chingo de trabajo." And then, and then when he gets the the fucking carrot and he tries to shove it, yeah. up, he's like, "Eat it." Yeah. That's a funny film, dude. 
It's a very a, like film. I said, there's a lot of stuff about Bob that makes me laugh and fucking when you know <laughs> it's all in all, it's a good film when you know the brother learns how to do the drums like fucking out of nowhere. It's but see, you know, it's a film too that just shows you what the times were back then too, as Latinos, as Mexican Latinos, Chicanos, yeah. it, it, you know, in it work working together with you know, the communities and how it was too for in that era. I mean, the doors weren't fully open un- unless they opened the door for you. Well, in the music he, he had to change his fucking name. Right. He had to change. And that was very offensive. And it still it is kind of like, change your fucking last name. Why? Because it's not, no, my name is fucking Morales. And that's fucking what it is. That's my father's last name. You're not fucking chopping it up. Just Exactly. F- for what? Nowadays, you can do that, but back then, you couldn't. You had to in order to get into the, I'm in the mix, dude. Let's get in the system. You know, that's what yeah. it was. So, but nowadays, fuck that. I wouldn't change my last name. Like, can you put a Z or can you put a, can you chop more out? No, that's my last, that's my father's last name. No. <laughs> yeah. What? Right? Why did you, what, I, what is your name? And then why don't I chop your fucking name? How do you like that? You know, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, it's 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 it sucks. The industry is fucking sucks, bro. Yeah, it seems like that's that's always like I mean they kinda even now. Like if you're a Latino and you're light skinned, you have a better shot of making it than if you're really dark skinned. Those issues are always gonna be around, bro. Generation to generation, generation. Why? Because people just I don't know, people just don't have any more compassion as far as like yeah. human compassion with uh accepting everybody's talents mm-hmm. dude everybody's you have a talent yeah i have a talent i discovered it at a very young age everybody in this world have a, has a talent richie valens had a talent he used it he can say wow i can make money off this and buy my mom a house fuck it i would do that's cool use that you know like i said you know in this there's always you have the angel and then you have that dark demon that's always ready to fuck shit up and yeah. this, in this case, that's what this movie's about, you know. So, but if you guys want to know more about Richie Valens, I'd advise you to Google, find out a documentary. There's a, up, be- there's a beautiful murals of Richie Valens and Buddy Holly and the whole, you know, the whole, even the pilot. There's a mural up in San Fernando Valley. You guys can check You'll out. You'll be shocked to, to know that he does not look anything like, they, they, the hair matches, but he does not look like Duke Diamond Phillips. Um, uh, no, no, it's totally different, bro. It's totally different. Full on, fucking full on Latino, dude. You see the Chicano in him, like when you yeah. look at Richie Valens, you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I see it there, like you know. And it, it was cool to have that, and especially have a hit song at that time that he played in Spanish. Like fucking yeah. people were dancing to it. So listen to the original Richie Valens. Don't listen to La Bamba. I mean Los Lobos. Yeah, Los Lobos. The one they play on the radio is Los Lobos. Los Lobos. Yeah, no, find the actual Richie Valens. Find Richie Valens, and he's got a very beautiful, very... It's surprising. His voice is beautiful. Very Chicano. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's like... So I I love Richie Valens. You know, check it out. Get it on Spotify. You know, Donna, he's got some other amazing... You know his yeah, hits. Uh, not a lot, honestly, because his career ended fast because he he gave away. Yeah, he gave he. He was he was up there, man. Like he he was blowing up, man. And this guy was fucking talented. He had a voice. Dude, he could rock the guitar, dude. Come and on. he can write. He can write. And not only that, I think Richie, if he would have survived, I think he would have been writing for other artists. Yeah, I think so. 
He would, yeah, he would have been, he would have been big. Like those, that's why, like you had three huge artists that passed yeah. away, and it would, they were just cut short, man. Fucking, right. Yeah. yeah. Buddy, so, amazing. Check out Buddy Holly. Yeah. Big Bopper. Yeah, the Big Bopper too. Check him out. I mean, check him out. It's, it's, it's. That's why we. Santi and I revisit this this film. We never have done it together. I love this film. Yeah. So, you know, revisit, get, you know. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this because I know, you know, I was like, ask Freddie. And I was like, dude, let's do. I, I know we ended up going off because we did a special Back to the Future themed episode. So we did, what, 1980 or 81. So we didn't end up sticking to the 87. But we, you know, this was planned a while ago. So we wanted to do La Bamba and do a revisit because it was honestly, it's like one, it's like, it's just it's a movie that we grew up with and it's like ah oh, come on man and it's it's considered a chicano film like it's those from like the 80s that came out like you know like standing deliver born in east la not only not only a very important la bamba video was on mtv yeah i remember big, that it, yeah so that was huge crossover for latin music i and remember Latinos. that so a very historic video and movie during that time and just yeah. read about it i mean it was just everything that happened with this film was very historic yeah all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, before we go, I always give you song of the week. This week's song of the week is actually what I'm going to give you is this, not the original song. I'm giving you a live version because I really love the live version. Uh, I'm jumping to uh, November 4th, 1997 is when the album was released. And it was by Jane's Addiction. It's the live album called Kettle Whistle that had some some tracks on there that were live and one of them is jane says and i really always enjoyed this live version ah, you know song. so it's like there's there's the original take that one from the album from i think 88 i believe um 88 <clears throat> or eight yeah or 86 i can't remember right now but i love this live version that was recorded at irvine Meadows in 1991 and what i just want to say that i got to be on stage with stephen perkins from that band Oh really? That's awesome. Well, yeah, he was driving for the Doors. He was the fill-in. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's fucking badass, bro. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah, so so that's the song I'm giving you. Jane says, uh, the live version off of Kettle Whistle. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, other than that, I uh, you know, we're gonna end our 1987 film. We're not sure what film we're doing next, but hopefully, we're not gapped too far because I know, uh, you know. Even though we're still charting every, you know, in, in certain areas, Hong Kong, we charted, Ireland, Australia. So uh, thanks for that. Please Muchas gracias. like, subscribe. You know, um, this uh, this episode honestly felt long because we recorded with Brothers Bear and that almost went two hours. So for us, we feel like we just did a three hour episode. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Please uh, interact with us, like, comment, email us. Uh, you know, 88 miles per hour podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and like, and subscribe to us on iTunes. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. You know, Freddie Morales on his flying guitars, having his mom trying to push us up, getting us a gig at a local venue. But I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. Hey everyone, stick around after Song of the Week for an extra little mini bonus episode. It was an actually it was actually an intro and an outro to an episode that we never posted. It was an interview that we did that we just weren't happy with. So, you know, the content that we had before and afterwards, it was really good and it just sucks that it's just it's lost, but we thought, you know what? 
since we've been gone, we've been MIA for a long time, like almost a month, we thought, you know what, let's make this episode extra long and we'll give you this. So uh, stick around after the song uh, Jane Says to hear this little mini bonus episode. Also, we're going to give you a bonus song of the week within that part because during that episode, we, we talk about Freddie's song, Visions of the Future, and that ended up being song of the week for that week. But since we never posted it, we never did, you know, song of the week out there to show Freddie's song. So we thought, you know, what what better way than to give you this? So here's this little mini bonus episode after the song of the week, Jane says. Stick around, then we'll get into the little mini bonus episode. So enjoy. Thank you very much.
Why did I, I don't even know why I did that. Yo <laughs> Welcome back. Tampoco. Híjole, ¿qué I te know. pasó? ¿Qué pasó? What the fuck is this? <laughs> I know. I'm not excited, güey. I'm not excited, güey. los monstruos. It's like, wait, is this 88? What happened? <laughs> hey, here's our intro. What's our intro? Soy un pitbull. Ah, man. It's because it's you, bro. Whenever you're around me, it brings this side out. What? I forget what it's called, but my, my wife was saying. Yeah, Revertigo. I don't know. She oh, said it's something from How I Met Your Dad, that one show, uh-huh. where yeah, it's, right. um, yeah, your mom, your mom, ah, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I basically I bring out like the, you know, the, oh the, the voices and, yes. you know, talking the Spanish. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. El Español. Bienvenidos. Uno, ¿cómo están todos nuestros amigos? Yes, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Santos, and as always, I am joined by... 
Freddy Morales aquí para servirles a todos ustedes. Yes, we have another episode in store for you. Last episode we had was our awesome uh, Valentine's episode. Valentine's, 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 Valentine's. Valentine's. Thank, thanks for all the feedback, uh, especially Freddy's story. Con los nalgas. Oh, man. Le di el fregazo con el, I burned his ass with a lamp. Seriously, and then I think the, the the main thing I got out of that story was Freddie trying to be freaking John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, I was John Travolta. We're talking about, dude. I was John Travolta. <laughs> I was living the life, dude. Walking like, in a nightclub, like I owned it. The 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 people and waves would just open up for me. I wouldn't have, didn't never had to wait in line. And it was more now, so that you now said, I got to wait in line to buy a piece of bread, but entre loco una máscara en la chingues. <laughs> You're still dancing, you know. <laughs> and what I what I love is the fact how <laughs> you mentioned that you know after you tell your heartbreak story, the way you got you made yourself feel better, the way you felt good about yourself was you went out dancing. That's how you did. Of course, dude. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Kevin Bacon, do your punch I, dancing. That's it. Yep, <laughs> dancing, dude. That's why I love music, bro. Music, bro. That you can break my heart, but give me a dance for some music. What are they? Yeah, give them. Un poquito de un poquito de marihuana. Yo voy a bailar más. I was about to take a bite out of food, and I'm recording. What an idiot! <laughs> It's because we're recording during dinner time, folks. That's why. Yeah, it's, that's it's right, man. Day. We had a busy day. Yeah, muy muy productivo. A lot of wind here in Los Angeles, man. God damn. Yeah, it's like you know. But what hey, by the way. Hey, Hey, ya sé, ya sé, pobrecito lo de Texas. And East, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm a Mr. Wind. Get out of here. No, their pipes, they can't even get water because <laughs> We're complaining about frozen. the wind and they got freaking 70 below zero. <laughs> All of our followers from Texas. And this is, cabrón, this guy, shut up, man. You're I can't wind. even. I haven't taken a shower in, in, in three days. Why would the shower matter? Oh, wait, does the water freeze? The water yes, freezes, bro. right? And the pipes? Dude, the problem, las pipas están, they're getting frozen, bro. So the water can't go through. So when the water, when it's really cold. Oh, yeah. Huh? The so they're like, you know, shoveling. Have you they're, ever shoveling they're shoveling snow from their house, bringing it into their house, and then melting it. But then again, is it clean snow? Is it you can get contamination, you know? Someone get, peed in it, a dog pooping. A dog, un cerote ahí. You know? You're like, hey, why do you have, are you using a, a mud face mask? You're like, hey, I don't know. What kind of tea is this? It's a little yellowish. It's right. called snow tea from Chicago. Have you ever taken a cold shower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I need to wake up, I just, what are they? Oh, uh, by choice. I get out of here. <laughs> no, I meant like. Oh, by choice. No, I mean, I'm, no, you did it by choice. I did it because I had no choice. Oh, man. I, I used to. All right. So back when I when I first moved out of my parents' house, I, I, I moved in with one of my buddies. They they had a house. That was awesome about it. like they. So they had a house and I moved in there. I had my own room. But the thing was, is that their heater was all out of whack. So at night you had to turn on the pilot light. So that you would have warm water in the morning, hot water. If not in the morning, because I'm I'm a guy 
who has to take more showers in the morning. Like when I'm going to leave somewhere, I take a shower. I'm not that, oh, I'll take a shower at night, relax. Nah, no, I no. hate that because I wake up, I feel dirty. You know, exactly. you, you sweat at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're all nasty. Your, so your crack ass smells. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, swamp ass and everything. Like, exactly. nah, nah, get out of here with that. So I'll shower in the morning. But sometimes, like, I didn't know that at first. So I, I, I wouldn't set the thing. And I'm there. I am. It's freezing cold. I moved out in December. So it's 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 horrible in there. So there I am. Like, water's going. And I'm just, like, standing out of the water putting soap. And slowly putting it like my arm in and then splashing it on me. It was the the worst worst thing ever, dude. And I wanted to feel clean, but yeah, I hate, I hated that. I don't know why I brought that up, but (laughs) my, my place in Glendale also, it was uh, remodeled, but then the pipes were old. So when it was cold, like right now, it took a while for the hot water to come in. You know, it's like, damn, man, I'm already 15 minutes into this shower. It's still damn cold. (laughs) Like, forget it. Might as well take the shower, the cold shower. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, it's cold. But I woke up. I was like, hey, do you need some, do you need some coffee? Fuck no, man. I cold shower, dog. I'm a wide yeah. awake. Do <laughs> yeah, it does. It does wake you up. It, it did wake me up. It's better for you too. Woo. It's better for you too, for your, you know, for your bones and your skin. It's, it, it works. Really? Cold water yeah. is good for your bones? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot better than, than hot water. Cause you go out there, you can get, you can catch a cold because you're, you're all warmed up. But if you take a cold shower and it's cold out there, you don't get nothing. I didn't know that, Mr. Bill yeah, Nye over here. I, I, you, know, you gotta learn, eh? You gotta learn. Freddy the science guy. Freddy the science guy. Science rules. That's what it's my mother. That's what, hey, that's what my mom tells me. So I just listen to her. No, oh, she calls you Freddy the science guy? No, no, no. Que, oh. que, que no salga con oh. out. You know, when you're taking a hot shower, Dude, don't my, go outside. Yeah. My dad always says, hey, don't, ponte zapatos. Te vas poner malo. It's true. It's true. Really? Nah, that's not true if you walk Dude, outside barefoot. You know, us Mexicans, we have we have tile. We fucking love tile. Fuck the carpet. We just back things. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a brand new house. Does it have tile? Hell yeah, it's got tile. That's fucking cold, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we have the, the, the hardwood floor all around the house. Yeah, so, dude, yeah. so, man, you got to wear chanclas and, you know. Yeah, but that, 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 the, the cold floor thing is, my dad always says that. It's like when my mom used to get mad if we were looking Watch. at a dog poop. Because then you say you get the little sty in your eye. Like, get out of here. That's not true. Right, right, right. No, you're, 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 I think your your feet start kind of separating or something like that. You can start getting arthritis what? in the future. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, just put socks no. on, dude. Get, get the cuesta. Just put the damn socks on. What is, at the tile. What, what is what is what I think was there something where it's like what is it love if you get scared it gives you arthritis I, oh, I don't think my wife is here damn it she's gone but there is something about like where don't get don't get scared because being if someone scares you you'll get arthritis and 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 but I that's not true <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish, I wish she was here. Damn it, she probably went back upstairs Those with her mom. Those are things that we grew up with. The people are going, yeah. "What the hell are they talking?" All right, about? look, like us Mexicans, like we have stupid superstitions. They say when you're pregnant and you walk outside and it's a full moon, your kid's gonna grow up hairy. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. stupid. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we have something from the corrections department. We have shout outs again this week. We do have some shout outs, but. Oh, the corrections know. department. Who who's correcting us? <laughs> no, no, and I'm just calling. That's what I'm calling it. You know, Ay, the, cor- la, la, la police. No, no, digas eso. Pues, the correction, me asustas, güey. Yeah, la policía. They're at your door, Holmes. No, <laughs> I, I got a clean record, dude. I got a clean record. 
Really, you've never been arrested? Hell no, dude. Never. Never. Not I've even pulled. I've been pulled over, and uh, but no. Well, hey, we found out last week you got pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, I got pulled over. <laughs> All right, look, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't listened to our Valentine's episode, um, you got to check it out because Freddie shares one of the most exciting stories of, and it took him. Oh shit! I just spit out my food. <laughs> Yeah, I was laugh, dude. That laugh attack got me, bro. Oh Remember? man, yeah, you're two minutes of laugh attack, you guys. Like, I know it's our show, but it's one of my favorite episodes so far. <laughs> yeah, we 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 check it out. But we gave out some shout outs. We're and then once again, every week I'm gonna be providing you guys some shout outs. But first and foremost, this shout out is actually a correction. So. Ah, Last yeah. week, there was a podcast that I could not for the life of me because I'm a moron and I can't spell or read. And I called honest, it bro. At least the, the Salute South podcast. Mm-mm. He, he actually wrote us and he, you know, he was he was thankful for the shout out, but he was laughing at us. And he actually told me uh, how to properly pronounce it. So I would love to actually say what the app podcast is. It's the salty j podcast so there you have it ladies and gentlemen that is the correct way podcast yeah salty j so it's or it's salty south podcast underscore so yeah so he hit us up he sent me a little audio thing just to say it pronounced because trust me i understand with my name i would get called craziness like san santos santros satos like santros yeah i would get so i understand another shout out that I want to give goes to the, they're a new podcast. They gave us a massive amount of love online today. So I wanted to give them, they're the 10 things I hate about film podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They're currently on Spotify, not on Apple Podcasts, but they went, like, I checked the notification. I'm like, God damn, we have a bunch, like, and I see them and it's all them give, just giving us a bunch of love. So I wanted to give them some love back. So thank you uh, for that. Mucho, mucho, mucho amor. And then another podcast that I always see giving us love online is called the Going Terribly Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. They are, you know, I I see them on there and they're giving us love. I see their likes and they're just giving, you know, that's what I love. It's like when you're the camaraderie with other podcasts and you're out there just giving us love. And I I thank you guys for that. So that's our shout outs this week, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, man, um, Mr. Fred. Shout outs, Javier. So yeah, so <laughs> you're right there. Yeah, I almost in my face. Uh, <laughs> imagine. Hey, you ever been punched in the face? Yeah, yeah, I've been. I have stories, stories to share with you. My first fight, my first hit in the face, almost knocked my teeth tooth out. But luckily, I got strong teeth. Did you cry? No, you don't cry. You just that tear comes out. You're like, oh man, where did that tear come out of my eye? But you weren't <laughs> crying. You're like, I'm not crying. Oh yeah, you're crying. Your tear. No, no, that's just a man now. Dude. That's what it means. Like I hate when <laughs> there's a moment where you think like like it would be where people think you're gonna cry. It could be whatever for whatever situation. You cry later. But no, no, no. What I'm saying is like, let's just say right there, you got hit in the face. You weren't gonna cry, but you happen to yawn or something and then your eyes get watery so then you're just like god damn it now people are gonna think i'm crying like i remember like no i don't care i'll cry in movies i don't care like but back when when i was in high school i was like if you're watching a sad scene and i'm like if i happen to yawn i'm like great now my eyes are watering they're gonna think i'm crying exactly right i mean i mean i, I mean i'll see see i mean uh, muy, muy macho yeah 
You always wanted to be tough back in the day. I know. Muy macho. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, I think it's time. This is the moment where we get all professional. You know, we put our ties on and our button-up shirts or slacks or whatever because we got a special interview for you guys today. Today, we actually have an amazing interview with uh, an amazing film. I shouldn't really be chewing my food when I'm, no. <laughs> when I'm eating. I was like, no what's wrong with me? Que no te enseñó tu Mr. For Professional I am. Mr. Professional con comida, un taco en la boca. No. <laughs> I know no, it's dinner time, pero I, yeah, hey, no. You got to record first and then you eat your dinner later. That is like the number one rule. Don't have anything in your mouth when you're recording. And there exactly. I am, I'm chewing a una tortilla exactly. right here con mantequilla. Right. Hey, that's the best snack ever, yes, ladies I, and gentlemen. I, I had one last night. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we have something special. It's an interview with the director of the film... Flinch, he's gonna he's gonna come on, tell us about it all. His name is Cameron Van Hoy. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So hopefully you guys enjoy this interview, and then stick around after because me and Freddie will be back. We'll talk about song of the week, or more so people probably would nah, whatever. <laughs> Just tune in, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. <laughs> well, we lost Mr. Freddie with his uh, internet went out or something, so he was gone for the final part of the interview. But he's yeah, back. Wind. Yeah, it's the wind, bro. It's the wind's crazy. We- my girlfriend's like, oh my God, is there a hurricane? It's just the wind. So yeah, it knocked me out. He's back. No tenía well, internet. And I'm glad he's back because with the independent film that we just talked about right now, I wish we could give you a review because there's so much I wanted to say, but because this film is just brand new, it's out there, you know, we can't spoil it for you. So we're not going to spoil this episode, but I, I you know, I, I wish I could say more, but instead... With that, you know, being an independent film, we are going to stick to independent artists releasing their own stuff. Just like how he released this movie on his own. This artist that we're going to talk about released this independently. It's their own. And who's this artist that I'm about to talk about? What is this song that I'm choosing? Well, <laughs> this was a nice surprise because Mr. Freddie Morales the other day sends me something a, a track he's like hey check this out i listened to it and god damn i swear bro if i if i if i could play this and not even say i'd be like hey look check out check out depeche Mode's new track people would be like fuck that sounds good but it's not mr freddie morales dude his own music out there creating and it's very synthy man like very like synth pop dark almost dark wave bro like yeah. that's what i like it's 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 really different <laughs> And I love it. So let let let's tell us about it, man. Thanks, bro. Thank you very much. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I don't tell you everything I'm doing, so I wanted to kind of surprise you with this because you have a good ear for music. So when it was ready, and my co-producer uh, Gabriel Staniso from Argentina, we've been working on this since last year, and pretty much he's from. Argentina. He also has a Depeche Mode tribute band called The Mode. You can check them out. Very good producers. And uh, we just became uh, buddies within the Depeche Mode community. And during that time, we just kind of like were chatting about music. And I was very interested in his likes. He liked all of the bands that I kind of grew up. So he kind of just said, you know what, I'm going to write some stuff. And if you like it, we can, you know, I don't know, create something and and not even, it wasn't even rushed. So we didn't want to rush it. It took us a while for us to kind of get our groove on sending stems back and forth, you know, and then COVID started. 
and that's when I was like, wow, this this can be something. Oh no, I got all this time. I know, might as well just take our time. Yeah. And we came up with this song, and it's called "Visions of the Future." Uh, it's got a lot of heavily influenced by, of course, Depeche Mode, and also synth and dark kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's got a kind of dark wave. It's got a, you know, some lyrics that I wrote a long time ago, and I actually wanted to finish it and. Pretty much, it's a song about what's happening today. You know, the vision of the future don't look too good. We've got to change. We really should because it's just getting worse and worse as the yeah. future is like, you know, and, and it's like, what are we going to leave our mind? I don't have kids. You have children. I mean, what are we going to leave your children? What are yeah. we going to leave my nephews? Trust me, so I this, think about that all the time, man. Yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those songs that I really was like, wow, I really feel. It's a downer song, but it's reality, and I and I kind of wanted to just it, for a long time I hadn't wrote anything, and and getting the inspiration from Gabriel. Really oh, I got it. I, I have to correct you though, dude, because you don't want to say it's a downer song, because <clears throat> no, it's not. You're not gonna hear this and be like, "Fuck, I'm sad." No, no, it has great beats. You know, it, the lyrics are dark. They're not downer. They're dark. Well, I should. But. Say. Yeah, no, you don't want to say dark. Eh? You promote yourself in that, but it's not happy, dude. This isn't erasure, all right. It's not that you know, dancing happy. It's a like, real. It's a real. You know, I call it. It's a real. It's a heartfelt song that I felt like. Yeah, and, and then uh, you know, Gabriel, who was also an amazing producer, he he did like I don't know. He must have done like ten mixes, and we finally got the final one. Yeah, and uh, we we were just all right. Let's, let's release it so you can if you want to support. The uh, we're gonna out of this, we're gonna be doing a four song EP. So, this is one of the one of the four, yeah. So, uh, we're gonna be writing some new stuff, trying to get it out there. If you guys want to support the music of this future project, you can download it on Bandcamp. We'll yeah, you, the, yeah, we'll put the link there so you guys can check of it course. out. Of course, yeah, check out our Facebook page, 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Facebook, uh, I'll have it there. You could check the links because. With Instagram, there's no way to add links, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. So that's the downside. But go to our, go to our, our Twitter and Instagram. I mean, on Facebook, and we'll have the links there. You could buy the digital track, uh, and I, I'm gonna be you'll you, we'll feature this song at the very end. You'll be able yeah. to hear it. But so support my buddy. I'm gonna buy the track so I could own Thank a copy and be able to put it on the album. No, it's pretty good recording. You know, it's high class. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> it's a good per- professional, as they say. No, I'm really happy with it because it sounds, it's just, you know, like the director, uh, he said that he was very happy with the film. There was nothing. And he reminded me of the track. It was nothing. There's nothing that I can pick out like, ah, oh, it's just, it's just perfect. And I haven't it's felt just, like that in a very long time. It's just visions of the future. It's just visions. No más son las visiones del futuro, güey. Porque se van a fregar. Yeah, like if you if you ever went to like these clubs back in the day, like like uh, Dungeon or, or Perversion, there's always the goth room. This song would be playing in there. And I'm not saying this is goth. It's just much. It's just a darker song. Ooh, cool. And it's it's a it's like one of those songs you could like kind of dance. To. I yeah. mean, if you if you like, dance in that style, like it's good. It's good. If you're not, of course, gonna good. It's gonna be good. It, you know, if you're, in a bar, song, you're like this song would fit in the movie we just watched. Honestly, it would fit in there. Right? Like, if it's I'm going to start the pitching theme. it. Hey, any directors out there? Estoy pichando la canción. Si la canción. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Please check out this song. But support independent artists. Support this film. Check it out and if you films, can. Yes. And, and with this song, check out Freddie's song. We'll be posting the link 
on it's it, it leads you to what is this Bandcamp? Yeah, Bandcamp, and you could buy the digital track One Dollar Visions of the Future single mix by F Morales and G Stranzino. Stranzino, I didn't say that right, did I? Daniso, Daniso, Daniso. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, it's been great talking about flinch. Hey, don't flinch, dude. Yeah. See, that's what I was doing. That's why I stayed quiet. Yeah, to see if you flinch. catch me if I flinch. <laughs> no flinching. No, but seriously, ladies quick. and gentlemen, it's been fun having Cameron on, talking about his movie Flinch, reminiscing about the 80s, talking synth wave. And in now, the 90s. In the 90s, and then also featuring some actual synth wave, basically, in our 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 freaking podcast with our co-host here, Mr. Freddie Morales and his music. So yeah, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I, but I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. There's a strange behavior.